Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll give you tips on what to do when unexpected things happen and it wasn't your fault. I'll also be interviewing Andrew Oliver, who is a business architect and an expert in how to make businesses more profitable. He's here today to discuss his book, When Corporate Stuff Happens, Proven Career Strategies to Survive, Thrive, and Succeed. This book provides you with career advice to guide you through each phase of your career. For more information about Andrew, please visit burpybillionaire.com. You may also purchase his book on Amazon or in the previous guest's products in both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. When unexpected things happen. I once heard a famous quote that says rain falls on the just and the unjust, meaning life happens. We'll all be blindsided by something in our life. The problem is, is when it happens, we often don't know what to do. Many times people think, oh, just get over it. Everything will be fine. And in the grand scheme of things, that is true. However, there is an appropriate time of grieving. When we try to move on to the problem-solving phase before we acknowledge the grief or the feelings that we have, then unfortunately, we won't be able to truly transition into the problem-solving stage because we still will be stuck emotionally. In anything we experience, there are five stages of grief. And the first stage, of course, is denial. We've all experienced that before. And then the other three stages don't always go in order, but this is what they are. Anger, bartering or bargaining, depression, and eventually acceptance. The reason why I say that is it's really important for each of us to validate or acknowledge how difficult something is. I'm a big proponent of self-talk. What I mean by that is this. Whatever your thoughts are or whatever you tell yourself, and sometimes it's important to even speak aloud to yourself, determines the type of advice that you're giving yourself or determines what you're going to do next. When you're experiencing these stages of grief, listen to what you say to yourself. Are you saying that you're worthless, that it was your fault, that you're not good enough, that you're not talented enough? Those types of thoughts are actually a form of self-talk. What you're doing is you're planting seeds to determine how quickly you can accept the grief 
and transition to the next part of your life. Think of it this way. Self-talk is like a bank account. Whatever you deposit into it is what you can withdraw. If you're telling yourself that you're not good enough, then that's all you're going to think about once you move on from this situation. That becomes the new belief system. That's really one thing that many people don't realize is that in every situation, we have an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. Whatever we internalize with this self-talk determines what that new belief system is for the next time something like this happens, or perhaps not the same situation, but the same type of emotion, the same type of internal dialogue. And the more often you say it over and over again, the more you truly believe it. So that's why it's so important to self-validate but also be really mindful of what you tell yourself. And then as you start to get to the acceptance phase, that's when the next step comes in of what am I going to do next? It allows for us to truly come from a place of strength as opposed to a place of deficit. Because if my self-talk is saying, James, you're going to get through this, this is devastating, but you've been through things like this before. You've overcome things like this before. You'll overcome this as well. When I can continually remind myself of that, it helps me look towards my future in more of a hope-filled way or more of a strength-based way as opposed to I'm not good enough or I'll never get through this. So my challenge for you today is this. On a daily basis, listen to what your self-talk is. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. And when you are struggling or you have been blindsided by things that happen, listen to what you say because whatever you tell yourself is what you're going to believe about yourself. And what you believe about yourself is the foundation of who you are. The choice is yours. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. My guest today is Andrew Oliver, a business architect and an expert in how to make businesses more profitable. He's here today to discuss his book, When Corporate Stuff Happens, Proven Career Strategies to Survive, Thrive, and Succeed. His book provides you with career advice to guide you through each phase of your career, whether you're just starting out, trying to climb the corporate ladder, or fighting age discrimination. Welcome to my show, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. You are also known as the Burpee Billionaire. What does that mean? Uh, the Burpee Billionaire. It's a, it's a metaphor of, you know, how to live a happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise life. Uh, so um, every day I do burpees. And, um, you know, and every day I do or every week I try to do one more burpee than the day before. So right now I'm up to 248 burpees. Oh gosh, I hate doing yes. burpees, but good for you. It's an amazing exercise and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it takes about, you know, it takes time out of my day, but it makes me a little bit more productive. Mm-hmm. And there's a saying that I say every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Mm-hmm. So just by doing that extra burpee every week, it kind of brings some truth to that statement. Yes, it certainly does. It's a nice little metaphor. And I can remember back in the day when Jay-Z used to talk about being a billionaire when he was selling 
his cassette tapes on subways. <laughs> so if it worked for him, maybe it could work for me. <laughs> exactly. And looking through your website as well, you cover a quite a few topics from health, wellness, um, business. I mean, all these different aspects. And so it's fantastic because I think we resonate well because my brand itself is to simplify and transform a person's spirit, mind, and body. So I'm really glad that you're on my show today. No, thank you. Now, you have a lot of expertise as well. I mean, you're a scuba diver, a taekwondo, uh, black belt in taekwondo. Um, you have, um, what is it, Sigma? What is it, black belt in Sigma? Six Sigma. Six Sigma, yes, that as well, and many different things. How did you have such a broad, broad interest? I just, I'm a natural learner, mm-hmm. and as you continue to take classes or to continue to do um, your skills at some point you get to a branch in the road where you can either take the professional route or you know just continue so I tended to take the professional route mm-hmm. and, because then there's going to be more training so I'm kind of a knowledge junkie and this <laughs> okay. way it just allows me to um, learn as much as I can and then eventually once I start to teach I'm still learning Yes. And because it really crystallizes what you've learned and make sure you know it even more yourself. Absolutely. Now you have a master's from Rutgers, but you've specialized in artificial intelligence. Tell us more about that. That's pretty fascinating. Yes. Yes. So, um, the, uh, work that I do is, is mostly in, uh, process and, uh, and, uh, process design, uh, process improvement. So my goal is to really try to help people eliminate some of the unnecessary kind of busy work in their mm-hmm. life and, and focus on the things that add value. So uh, a lot of the work that I do revolves around eliminating non-value added work and, and really focusing on helping people become more productive. And one of that is through automation as well. So if you can figure yes, out how to absolutely. streamline things, then obviously you don't have to worry about it. The book you wrote, When Corporate Stuff Happens, uh, that's the G-rated version of it, of course, <laughs> the family-friendly <laughs> version. When Corporate Stuff Happens, Proving Career Strategies to Survive, Thrive, and Succeed. What happened in the world around you when you looked around and said, you know what, the world needs this book? What was what Absolutely. resonated for you? So it was probably back in the uh, early 2000s. I had just uh, set up an operation in um, India. Oh. And we were doing a live teleconference between, you know, the people in New Jersey and the team in India that was just going live that day when I got a call from my boss to come see him. Uh-oh. <laughs> and um, at that point, they let me go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I knew they were going to uh, let a lot of people go. That was part of the whole deal. But... I was told it was going to be me and about four people that would remain as a straw Mm. team and we would continue to manage the operation in India. Uh, So I think there was a message sent to the team, (laughs) um, you know, when they, when they actually let me go. So one of the first things I did was to go to the bookstore and try to see what's next. And Mm -hmm. that's when I realized there was really a gap in the marketplace for books that focus on what to do uh, when bad things happen. Uh, There's a lot of books out there, like What Color Is Your Parachute, Mm -hmm. that give you an insight on maybe 
where you should look at things or, you know, how to write a resume or books on how Steve Jobs became successful. But there weren't really any books out there. Hey, I lost my job. Now what? Yeah. And so I said, if that ever happened again, I would um, write a book. And um, back in 2007, it happened. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't want to jinx yourself uh, on that one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So, but it was, it was a very good experience. Um, You know, I was working uh, with a big um, corporation that has a blimp with a dog on it. Mm -hmm. Let's see if anyone can figure that one out. (laughs) (laughs) And they have a football stadium um, that, uh, that one of the, the, you know, the New Jersey team's uh, well, the New York team uh, plays in. But um, anyway, so uh, I wrote the book at that point, um, And, uh, you know, I figured that would be my gift to any of the people that ever experienced what I was experiencing, because um, for the most part, I spent a little bit of my career also doing mergers and acquisitions. Mm. So in addition to me um, losing my job, um, you know, I had been in situations where, you know, we might have merged companies and, 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 you know, that caused people some hardship and, yeah. you know, losing their jobs. So I wanted to write a book that uh, would help people understand when uh, they need to be aware of, of things happening, um, how to get a, a head start. In all my situations, even though I was let go, I was let go very nicely. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, you know, I did practice a little bit of what I preach in the book. So, um, it wasn't painful for me financially or, or, or socially. Um, it was more emotional pain. Yeah, of course. And that's, and that's a huge part of it as well. The people listening right now, what would be one of the key factors or key, uh, clues, I guess you would say in their own job to kind of test out the water to see if they could potentially be one of these people who would be unexpectedly let go? Oh, there's so many things. Uh, in the book, I use uh, this concept of the canary in the coal mine. Okay. And, you know, that's a situation back in the early days when they didn't have all the sensors and technologies that they have today. They would just take a canary in a birdcage. And uh, some of the gases, um, as you get deeper in the cave, um, might uh, cause that uh, canary to black out. Mm-hmm. And once they see that canary blacking out, they know that the gas situation is starting to get a little bit serious, and that would be an indicator. So they, you know, that they call that the canary in the in the coal mine. And little things, typically at a corporation, uh, start to give you some signals. Things like uh, when they stop giving away free coffee or donuts. Um, although that sounds kind of trivial. Um, the company is now in a cost-cutting mode, mm-hmm. and they're looking for things that are easy to cut. Um, but usually, that's a prelude mm. to bigger cuts and that's more substantial subtle. cuts. Yeah. So those little things are are really, um, y- you know, an indicator. A- another indicator um, is is really understanding the stock performance if you're in a publicly traded company how is your stock doing against the expectations and what is the philosophy of your management team you know is it a kind of win at all costs or um will they ride out a bad quarter um and 
basically try to fix it the next quarter. Mm -hmm. Some companies I've been with, they um, basically it's unacceptable to miss a quarter and they're going to do everything they can to make sure their numbers are, are correct. So, and that would be where those, the layoffs would happen. Yeah. So okay. that would be the, the, the two um, factors that I would look at the company's performance and the little incidentals that mm -hmm. the company provides or starts taking away. And I'm assuming also yearly raises as well. That would probably be another indication. The yearly raises, um, that one gets to be a little complicated only because it's based on many times the the the, um, the performance management structure um, okay. that the company um, pursues. Okay. So uh, sometimes that's not as uh, foretelling um, as it is with, uh, you know, cost-cutting initiatives. Mm -hmm. Switching gears here, in the book, you also talk about bulletproofing your career. What does that mean? A bulletproofing career is really an analogy to um, put yourself in a position to where you're not worried about the bad things mm -hmm. uh, when they happen because um, either you've got a skill set that's very marketable um, or you've placed yourself in a position uh, through your performance that um, they're going to have to go through a lot of people before they actually get to you because you might be highly ranked. Um, you've placed yourself in an indispensable position in the, in the company, either as a rainmaker or as a thought leader. Mm -hmm. um, so there's, you know, many ways that you can um, enhance uh, the value that you're bringing to your company so that when decisions have to be made as to who is going to be let go, it's almost, uh, you know, a foregone conclusion mm -hmm. that we, we don't want to let this person go because, you know, of the value that they're adding. So that's what I call the bulletproofing. Okay. And so that would also, that's not something we can do overnight. That's something where you have to be strategic about how you. Absolutely. Your career. Okay. So what the great thing about this book that I'm hearing is we have the immediate layoff, the immediate, oh my gosh, what am I going to do versus the long-term, how can I bulletproof my career? Like you call it to make sure that you can be as successful as you can be in your career. Yes. That's awesome. Now I actually consult with a lot of people who are older and so with that, some of them have experienced age discrimination. What would be the biggest um, way that they could fight against that or biggest way they could defend against that? The biggest way to defend against age discrimination is to, to really be an excellent performer. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're at the top of the performance band, let's say it's a five-point band and you're rated a either a number one or a number five, depending on how you value the, but you're mm -hmm. at the top of the band. Um, and then, you know, you're getting laid off. Um, and uh, the justification uh, or, you know, or you look around and you see all the people that are getting laid off and all of them are, you know, over 40 you know, those are typically kind of like warning signs, right, mm -hmm. right there that um, that this was an action based on on age versus anything else. Sure. So um, so, the you know, the, the the best way is to really be a top performer. And even then, sometimes that uh, may not be enough, but uh, typically that will allow you to have certain protections mm -hmm. um, so that. 
um, if this is going to be an action that they're doing strategically for certain reasons, either healthcare costs or, or whatever, um, uh, typically you'll find that your severance becomes extremely generous. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that, yeah, that would make, that would definitely make sense. Yeah. What are some of the reviews that you've received as far as how it's helped people? Oh, that's, uh, well, it, it's, it's helped people in so many ways. Uh, and, and this book, I, I wrote it with really two primary, um, three primary people in mind. First is the um, graduate uh, that's looking to get into the workforce, mm -hmm. you know, understanding um, the aspects of ensuring, as Stephen Covey said, that your ladder is against the right wall. Mm -hmm. So some of the feedback that I've heard from uh, people, you know, the college and the high school students that read this book is that, hey, this was great. I didn't realize there were all of these tests and assessments that I could use that would help me to find the right career mm -hmm. for what I'm trying to do. Because these are people that, you know, they went to school to find a good job, but they're really not sure what they want to do. Yeah. So. There's just so many. The Campbell Skill Interest mm -hmm. um, test is, is what I used, and mm -hmm. that was very helpful in my career. Um, you know, even things like the uh, Myers-Briggs assessment to mm -hmm. understand your personality type and, and how you mesh with other personality types. Um, in terms of for people that are, um, you know, out of work and looking for a job, uh, you know, a lot of the feedback that I've heard on that is that, uh, you know, the techniques that we talk about in the book to ensure that your resume gets picked uh, when the computer is doing the search, you know, via utilizing the correct keywords mm -hmm, and things sure. of that nature um, has been some of the good feedback that I've heard. And that's so important as well, because nowadays, since everything's so automated when it goes to HR, because I remember when I used to be directors of companies, I wouldn't even see any of the resumes. It's not old school like it used to be. It's, it's all goes through the computer. It's all scanned for keywords. And then it goes to the hiring manager. And then it goes to the, you know, whomever. And so that's a great point that you have that what used to work before from a quote old school version of turning a resume does not work the same way it does anymore. Yes, yes. So it goes through, you know, depending on how they do the hiring process, it goes through um, many um, different roles. HR is looking at it. There, you know, you might have some technical people looking at it. And all of these people are trying to screen you out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I would say the one thing that makes this book uh, very unique from many of the books that are in this same genre is that this book was written by a hiring manager. Mm. So it kind of has a perspective in it. I like that. In, in terms of, of, of what a hiring manager is expecting. So it allows you to really cut through the, the fluff and um, have the things in your resume that basically stand out and allow you to, um, quickly get in front of that hiring manager. That's perfect. That's really great news to have. On a different note, you're also a business coach, correct? Yes. Now, so that my listeners as well, if they wanted to work with you, they'd be able to contact you? Yes. On my website, uh, burpybillionaire.com, 
you could just go in there and you'll see a little store link. And if you click on the store link, you'll see that uh, there's a uh, link that you can click on to get some coaching. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Andrew, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase this book, When Corporate Stuff Happens, Proving Career Strategies to Survive, Thrive, and Succeed, where would they find all this information online? Uh, they can find it uh, um, Amazon.com uh, uh, or they can um, um, iUniverse.com is another um, aspect and um, I think finally on barnesandnobles.com or they could look on um, burpeebillionaire.com. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate all your time. All right. Thank you very much, James. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.